Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Hello everyone, welcome to another National Flag Football League Wales Division review. I'm still Dale and joining me this week on a very short turnaround to spice up your listening pleasure is the following stellar lineup. First up, a returning guest. He must be a massive guest. Hopefully this time around he doesn't sound like he's in a shower cubicle. He's had more colours through his barn at the Rainbow Bright. Is the Hammerhead Sackman, and that sounds a bit dodgy. <laughs> and he's been sent from the future, or is it Plymouth, to cure the people of Wales of COVID-19. It is the vaccinator, David Camp. Hey, it's good to be back. Thank you for having me, Dale. Joining David is a Trojan. This guest has got many years' experience in both contact and flag football, and with that experience comes Adrian. He's got a hair parting done by Moses, and these days looks like the bastard love child of Kojak Schneider Connor. Please welcome Craig Warren. <laughs> Next up is a rarity. He's a blue gator. Found predominantly in Gwent, though this gator has relocated across the border back to his motherland. He's another with a dirty experience in football, however, he also suffers similar debilitating illnesses as Craig, such as aging and old slow legs. But he's still got a full head of glorious hair, even if most of it looks like a before picture for just a men advert. Welcome, Mr. Distinguished, Gators DC and Blue Squad assigned support worker, Mark Studley. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, so we've got the uh, full slate of obligatory seven games to go through. Let's get into them. We'll start off with Cardiff versus H2. And I think I'm the only one who actually saw this game, didn't I, Mark? Yeah, in any detail, because uh, I was taking the warm-up, so I missed most of it. Other than seeing the scoreline, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't, see, uh, didn't see a lot of it, to be honest. Uh, well, the, the score line was 76-0 to uh, oh, the, the Hurricanes. That pretty much says all you need to. If everyone who has faced Cardiff this year uh, are, are fully aware of what damage they can do. Uh, it, returning Nick Keys, uh, he scored the opening touchdown. Um, Chris Jones would like me to point out that he also robbed him of uh, one touchdown <laughs> by running in his route. Um, but Joe was Joe. I mean, class as always. Uh, Dylan played well on his return from his little vacay. He nabbed a couple of scores. But yeah, a 76-0, I mean, the H2, they, they tried their hardest, but it was a, a rough old day at the office. And I think we've all been there when we're facing the Canes. Oh, it's, just a, it's a horrible, horrible time. I uh, I remember just line, when I'm lining up against them for Plymouth, for Swansea, it's just an, always an intimidating time. And they're just merciless, as they have shown, playing their own teammates, as it were. Chris did say afterwards he felt a little bit bad, but um, to be honest, it's more impressive. Is uh, I've actually H two have made quite big strides this season, so um, to 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 give up the biggest defeat or against the Hurricanes one, I think it just shows how clinical they were on the day. I think. Yeah, and I don't think it was anything really the H two did or didn't do. It was just Cardiff work. Opportunity touchdown opportunity. It, there was just no quarter given. To be fair. That can come from the fact that they trained. Did Dave just mute himself? I... Possibly. It went quiet. Am I... Wait, am I... am I back or is it still trailing off? But no, I feel like it can just be come down for, you know, Cardiff and the, the H1 and H2, they, got, they play each other every week probably in training. So you can imagine they probably just know how H2 tick. And as horrible it is, you know, to play, play that, so it can be a great learning experience for... Uh, for, for some of the youngsters like Carwin and Liam and all the others, like you know, it, it, it is horrible. But then you can go back and look at like, okay, this is how we've done against you know the best team in the country. How do we improve from there? Okay, so let's move on. Uh, next game, we're going to look Coyotes against Swansea. Uh, final score, forty-seven fourteen. Does the score? Oh, that's from... not that's not the right score. It's forty-seven sixteen. <laughs> they uh, they got a safe. No, no, sorry, it was fourteen. No, I can't do maths. <laughs> And you're working with the virus. God, yeah, I know, virus. right? Uh, oof, this reason it keeps getting worse. Uh, that's that's why you're working on COVID seventeen, then clearly. <laughs> yeah. um, but was the scoreline reflective of the game? Uh, um, I mean, I'm assuming. I've... I don't know whether Craig was involved in the refing, but you were about there. I'm assuming Craig. But you, you and Dave, chime in. 
I think you know Son replayed quite well. Um, Coyotes, I feel uh, again that this is a second game week for their quarterback, and he's good. He, I couldn't, I could couldn't sack him. We uh, Matt Isles, who's a much faster uh, man than I, was able to sack him. But um, he's he's a they're pretty good quarterbacks, and they uh, they they mossed one of our rookie DBs uh, impressively. I think they they're, they're a good team who's on the up, but we were just clinical and we just played our game and made sure that we could do it. And also we have uh, Alex Thomas, who is a freak of nature. And every time he just threw the ball anywhere in the air, he would come down with it. We'd aim for Andy and he would come down with it. Yeah, I think it was, um, it was quite representative of the game. It was, it, it was a tough one to watch because it, there were so many plays there where Tynan was winding up and you could see the, the player was open and he'd hit the player in stride and it would just drop. And it was one of those where just a couple more catches and the scoreline could have been quite a bit different. I mean, no, I, I agree uh, with realist- that. Yeah. realistically, I don't think there was ever going to be a, a, a shot of the Coyotes actually winning. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I think they could have driven it a bit closer if they just had a couple of more receptions. So, yeah, I think the scoreline is, is probably fair. I mean, in the second half, they came on quite a bit more. They made a couple of more connections and, and they managed to nab a couple of scores. I can't remember, Dave, but I don't think they actually... I don't, can't remember if they even had a first down at the half. I think the, the first half was so one. I don't think so. I remember we, we picked them off, I think, on either the first or their second drive. Uh, Connor Drennan with an excellent tip the ball to himself and picked it off and ran for the six. Um, no, I don't, I don't think they had the first number. They definitely, they definitely just had, like, time, time threw great deep balls and they were just drops and they would, you know, he was let down a couple of times by his receivers, I, but then they gelled more in the second half and they were definitely, um, I think it was Pip uh, got two, two touchdowns and both really good touchdowns. I, if I remember right, it wasn't Pip, I think it was his younger brother. But Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, I think it was Josh. But I think, I think if you ask Mike directly, I think he'd tell you one of the biggest failings on offense this year, aside from QB play, which seems to be settling a bit now, is the drops. The, you know, the, yeah. the, there's far too many drop passes and maybe that's a bit of rookie syndrome, you know, and not being as yeah. used to it. But yeah, I mean, the, that and I know Mike said he got injured in the start. He did, game. he did. Uh, him and Alex went up for a ball and I think, they, because you know they're both Alex is a very physical receiver. They just both went up for it, and Mike's not one to shy away from the contact. They just both went up, and I think there's just a clash. And I think uh, Mike's ankle got involved, and yeah, it, it was a that obviously benefited us because Mike's definitely their probably their best defender and is one of their leaders on the field. Yeah, well, but, if, I, if, I, if not his best, if not their best defender, he's certainly the most experienced. Yeah, very true. Yeah, but he's uh, that that would definitely benefit us because. You know, if you if you're losing a player with that experience, it it, it can only help your opposition really. So we, we benefit think, from that. But yeah, I think there is a degree of of sort of the, the rookies sort of affecting their the receiver play. The receivers they they were getting open. It wasn't as yeah. Though, they're running the right I mean, routes. Yeah, they were in the right place, and they they had separation when when they needed to. I mean, admittedly, it was. But I just think if Tynum was maybe a quarter second quicker. And if the hands are a little bit a, a little bit more reliable with the hands, I mean, a lot of what you know, and I, I get that. But they really aren't that far off. I mean, the scoreline quite often paints no. a picture with the Coyotes of them being, you know, having no chance of winning games. But they they're really not all that far off. They just be the pieces are hundred percent there. Yeah. There, but yeah, they they they, they clear. You know, it's such a young team, especially when you're existing in the same city as the Hurricanes. It's difficult to attract some of the players but they they they're the piece are there and they will get better and i really look forward to seeing their development and i would love to see them become much more of you know a, a you know a, a team and that they will because they've got the team they got the dedication they they bring numbers that you don't normally yeah. see from a rookie team yeah. to a game day and that's fantastic yeah, a lot of and they'll keep they'll keep improving and improving and i can't wait to see that uh, I, 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 what 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 i see is that having seen the the tech uh, I've taken between one season and say the same with us is that I think I think they're they're likely to take a huge jump forward. And I think it will be sooner rather than later that they'll be really really competitive in the league. I mean, I know I've mentioned it before, but I, I had a conversation with Mike after our friendly in December, uh, and I said to him then that you've been around eighteen months, but you've yet to play. In, in air quotes, a competitive game. Yeah, getting those competitive games it is it, it's, it's similar in friendlies and training, but it's never the same. 
I said, once you've had a full slate of 12 competitive games, you'll have a more well-rounded squad that knows what a league game feels like. Uh, I think and having playing teams like Cardiff twice a year, uh, the Trojans twice a year, it, it, it can only help benefit your experience as well. Okay, so we'll move on and we'll come to the, um, the, the first uh, Gators Derby day. This is where me and Mark are going to argue and squabble like children, I'm sure. It finished 14-12 to the Blues. Mark, I'll let you go first. Your thoughts? Um, it was definitely a defensive arm wrestle, uh, I think. Um, obviously, four touchdowns, one of them being a pick six. So, um, yeah, there's been, uh, there's, been, <laughs> there's been higher scoring games, but it was, uh, it was a bit of a strange one to be playing a, a league game against your own team, really. It was, uh, I think, something David uh, alluded to earlier. It's like you train with these guys and you kind of all know each other inside out. So, it brings a whole new dynamic is that you kind of, you don't have to spend as many drives working each other out uh, because you kind of know from the off. So then it's just a bit of adapting to what each other do. So um, yeah, it was, uh, there was definitely, uh, there was definitely a few more uh, comments flying backwards and forth than maybe in other games, just because everyone knew each other so well. (laughs) You told me before the call, it was the easiest game you've ever played in. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's the, the most dominant two-point win you've ever seen. Uh, yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I had a couple of bullet points down, and I'm sure you'll agree with them begrudgingly, Mark. The, the offensive Gators team outscored the defensive Blues team by two touchdowns to one. We're not counting the pick six. Um, and I'll, I'll so, caveat that one, though. Is the, go that on, last... Eh? Well, the best drive of the second half just happened to be the last one of the game for, for our offence, is that we, we'd got four shots at the end zone if we wanted them, but we ran out the clock instead. Oh, yeah. So hey, it was pretty even. Who scored the uh, pick six? Uh, it was uh, Dan Davis. It, it, oh, was, okay. it, was, um, it was a Dean Jackson pass to Matt Burke, off Matt Burke's hands, off Josh Corbett's head. head, into Dan Davis's hands. Who, who a tip of a tip of a tip. Oh, yeah, it, it, was, it was just like a comedy of errors. I was but, only I mean, expecting to be, uh, to be Jake uh, Corbett, who uh, got the pick six. He's been lethal with the uh, interceptions this year from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah unusual for Dan, really good. Dan to intercept one as well without dropping <laughs> to the floor. And but the, the, other, the caveat to your caveat then, if you like, the oranges, and this is an excuse, and I'm sure, I'm sure Mark will sort of back that up, the, the oranges' offence is decimated by injury. Uh, we had one of our starting offence. If you exclude Dean, because Dean wasn't part of the original squad preseason, we've got Matt Burke. <laughs> we've is, got, is Hugh coming back? Um, he's Not hoping. This season. Well, he's he did say he's hoping that maybe he can play uh, week game week six, but if he's not hundred percent, I don't see the point for one game day. Do you know what I mean? Uh, potentially I mean, he have still could have a run out, but it depends. Yeah, it depends. But no, that is that is whole. It's just a, it's an unlucky season for you guys. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, his big incentive will be this rematch. I think is week six. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so he's probably got extra reason to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always like, especially against your like. That's definitely a, a reason. Like, you need to get the match fitness. So, I, I would always encourage that, but. But yeah, overall, uh, I think, you know, any team that's got me playing receiver for any length of time is, is a disadvantage. And 14-12, it was, it was a tight game. And the tall and the short of it was that you executed the extra points and we didn't. Uh, and that was, the, that was the difference on the day. Yeah, I mean, I will say um, Whitey had a really good game. Um, I think Dean struggled a lot with Whitey blitzing. Um, mm-hmm. He's not... I don't think it's unfair to say Dean still is finding his feet coming back to flag. I don't think he's quite adjusted to the dimensions of the pitch, and I suspect in two weeks' time he might be uh, he might be some of these catches that or the, the chances that were maybe half chances will become full chances. Uh, uh, yeah, I, so you guys have definitely got another level to go up, um, but yeah, I think. Well, if you if you look at the offense, hopefully week six, um, Andy will be back. Um, hopefully, Martin might be fit. Uh, Hill might be fit. Uh, so, do you know what I mean? There'll, there'll be no need to have uh, me on offense. So, you know, I mean, we we put Pirate on offense. And to be fair, he played well on the day. So he's put his hand up that possibly he can contribute on offense, which he didn't really in the first half because we were rotating to try and keep people fresh. Uh, yeah, it could be a totally different lineup and a total different game. So it'll be interesting. 
but the important point is that the Blues won, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Uh, so moving swiftly on, <laughs> uh, Trojans against the Coyotes. Now, Craig, you can jump in on this, but what I was told as an outsider's view of this game is that twenty six twelve, but it was a very close game. Yeah, we. Do you know what? We struggled to switch on a little bit in this one. So we we start and that's unfair in itself because it makes it sound as though the reason it was close is because we weren't switched on, and I don't mean that. Um, we had had the ref in the, the game before and we had sort of 10 minutes or so when we went into it. Everyone was a bit lethargic and yeah, just sort of struggled, struggled to get going. And Coyotes, they made, they made some plays and got some scores. I mean, there's not really too much. There was nothing stand out about it. It was just one of those back and forth things and it took us until probably midway through the second half before we managed to, you know, sort of tighten up the defence and, and, and put some stops there. So yeah, there was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a particular... Do you know what? It was one of those games that not particularly enjoyable to, to play in because you're a little bit down. The other team is making more yards on you than perhaps you thought they would, which is an arrogant thing to say, but I think it would be unfair to say otherwise. And then before you know it, by the sort of second half, you're sort of in a, a bit of a tighter game than you thought you would be. And you have to sort of pull your socks up and, and, and try and get through it. And it was a little bit like a little bit like that. Um, so yeah, in fairness, they, they played well and it caught, well, it caught me anyway. I can't speak for all of the, all of the boys, but caught me a little bit by surprise to be fair. So you're quite lucky to have uh, Rich Harris with the six picks. I think was the uh, a big a big help from from what I gathered because the, the, those six picks could have been six scoring drives. You never know how a pick drive is going to go. So that's uh, that really helped you guys. Yeah, Richard Richard always pulls through for us. I mean, we, yeah, he really does. Whether, he... whether he's safety, whether he's quarterback, whether he's receiver, he's always the same with yeah. Sonsi, same with Josh, it's Swiss Army knife, you know. With Alex as receiver, I mean, all, all the boys, we've been putting Ross in as receiver and even Ross of the last two games has, has returned picks for, for points. So I think everyone's putting the shift and everyone is... is... 26-12, we finished, uh, like I said, uh, tighter than maybe uh, you guys wanted it. But a win's a win nonetheless and left the Coyotes looking for still their first win of the season, which I'm sure Mike will be disappointed with. Yeah, we were, we were with it. I mean, I think we had no turnaround between sort of... There was no between that game, game and, and, and the, the, the game after. I think we went into the game day, the Swansea game, um, and I don't want to say look past. Like it certainly wasn't wasn't that way at all. So yeah, it was a it was quite. Okay, let's jump back to the other game day then. Uh, Oranges versus H two, which on paper preseason should have been a dominant win for the Oranges, but. As the season's gone on, uh, we've had players dropping like flies. And H2, I think it's fair to say, every game day has put a notch of improvement on their belt. Uh, to the point now where you know, they're not... Uh, they, you turn up and you, you put 40 points on them like the Blues did on the first game day. They're not that team anymore. Uh, so, yeah, we, we managed to escape with this one 12-6. Uh, and was a really nervy end of the game, uh, just trying to game manage the the, the win home. Uh, I'll be honest, I, I, I was obviously oh, yeah, you, helping, you were, helping you Chris were ref. Refing, yeah. But um, it did feel like the H two were actually finished the game stronger. Um, the the oranges were on top first half, but um, the H two started to work things out a little bit uh, by the second half. So it was. Uh, it was it was it was definitely not a, a comfortable end to the game for from a Gators perspective, really. No, you know it wasn't. To be fair, I know um, I'm throwing Matt under the bus now, but I know he was a little bit miffed that I was under centre for the last sort of five minutes of the game, and he was a bit miffed that I wasn't taking shots downfield. And I'm like, I'm killing the game off, bro. I'm not taking any chances. I'm not turning the ball over at halfway. We'll just take try and take lumps out of them, drive it down the field. If we score, we score. If we don't, we don't. Let's just. Kill the clock and I, I, yeah, take the win. There's no, yeah. there's no point in uh, you know, putting yourself on a hole and losing. It's in in league football when you need the win, you take I mean, the win. What, what was what was foremost in my mind, and maybe maybe in in retrospect, I shouldn't have. It wasn't playing scared, so to speak, but I didn't want to take a chance on a deep pass that may or may not have been picked off. But if it's if it's housed and it converted, we're now losing. And the clock's against us. So it was just trying to take a percentage stuff and, you know, gain yards after the catch. Or, uh, and we managed to get it done. They had one possession left with five seconds left, but starting at their five, um, and they weren't able to do anything with it. So that's the way the game finished. But yeah, it was a first half, I think it was, I think it was either six or 12 nil at the half, Mark. Uh, 
Good question. Okay, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I know Pirates scored both touchdowns. I knew the one was um, a, a fake shovel from me and a throw over the top, which looked more like a punt, to be fair. Um, <laughs> and the second one was um, a, a Dean throw to Pirate, but I can't remember if that was the first or second half. The H2 scored sort of like early portion of the second half and... 12-6, and that's the way it remains. It was a bit of a defensive game more than anything, but yeah, it was a bit of a bum squeaker. Okay, so let's jump back to the Swansea-hosted yeah. game day. Trojans versus Hammerheads. This is the one that uh, was the feature game of the day, I think. Fun game, fun game. Started off uh, uh, started off with a Rich Harris pick uh, and then a, a Harley Labette pick, which has uh, really helped me because I was feeling very nauseous and uh, anxious between the first game because... Every time Swansea have played um, the Trojans in a competitive fixture, be it league or well, uh, be it Baffa League or Welsh Bowl, we've lost. We've lost ninety nil to them. We've lost something like twenty eight six off the top of my head, and then we lost thirty one twenty one or something like that in the Welsh Bowl. Which none, none of those fun games. We we've beaten them once in a friendly, but friendlies don't count when they come to things like this. Uh, but it was a fun game. I really enjoyed it. Once we got into it, uh, it started off with a Rich Harris pick uh, from an Ash throw, and then we picked them off, and then another Rich Harris pick, which, as you can see, he got eight picks in the whole game day, which is a ridiculous amount. And no matter, he should be checked for PEDs, uh, if you ask me. But um, I thought it was a good, fun game. Um, the draw, either team could have won it. We had a we we went four and out uh, basically on the goal, on uh, the Trojans goal line, and then we managed to hold them. Uh, right at the end of the game on the one-yard line, which was very lucky. Um, there was a contentious contact calls on both sides. Um, Rich uh, had a bit of contact with one of our uh, DBs, which was called back, and then we got the turnover. Uh, and then I think Craig uh, went through one of our wide receivers, uh, which... Flattened Zach yeah. is what you're looking for. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Zach, 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 Zach's in a wheelchair yeah, now. We- I mean, in Craig's defence, we, we've all been uh, there. <laughs> absolutely. Well, so, so we. Have, so yeah, that that exactly. I I didn't I didn't at the time, and I got really heated about this. I didn't think in any way, shape, or form it was illegal contact because I felt I made legitimate effort for the ball and contact was incidental. So, Zach then sent me a, a replay afterwards, and I. I tried defending it for about 20 seconds. I was like, you know what, shit, that might, that might be uh, illegal contact. But one thing it wasn't, which is what he said on the field, and this is why I got heated, is it wasn't PI. It was, I mean, it, it's illegal contact, which, I mean, if it was yeah. called, is I it, guess, yeah, that's given you exactly a, the, the issue we had with, the, uh, the the Rich, with Rich on one of our DBs was, was it PI, was it illegal contact? I can't remember what the exact call was in the end, but I know you lost the down effectively. But, you know, it, it, um, we looking yeah. at it again. We were like, maybe, no video you know, maybe that wasn't that content. One, no, no, there was a video called But uh, Ash was saying, uh, Ash saying on the drive back that he wasn't sure yeah, that it was very, actual contact. Yeah, very so they they, they, they they kind of balanced it out in the end. But um, I uh, I I got quite well, upset and uh, I mean, admittedly I, quite whiny. I myself was quite whiny during the game because Paul. I, I got a sack on Rich Harris and Paul subbed me off for the rest of the game. And I was like, why aren't I on the field? But the play worked out, so I had to shut my mouth. But um, the, the de- defensively, I, I, we, we managed to shut, uh, nut up and shut up at the end of the game and keep the Trojans down. What was uh, a quite a tense affair, and I feel like it could the game could have gone either way, really, and both teams can walk away annoyed that they didn't win that game. Yeah, the, the draw is the old kissing your sister well, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, it's not really yeah, satisfactory. I mean, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't say that was. Uh, I mean, from, hey, from, from a Plymouth, perspective, why are you, it's why are you doing your own uh, time, uh, Yeah, it's Plymouth, not Cornwall. Can... <laughs> Sorry, go on. It, it, the last, isn't, isn't, isn't the last game I mean, of the season like, a rematch, though? So... It is. The, the very last game is uh, Swan. I said Cornwall, shit. Swansea, Merthyr, <laughs> Tidville. Well, it, it, so, so for, for everyone else in the league watching, having. having Potentially, you two come down to the last game. Who can spare a second and he comes? Brilliant. Perhaps it sucks for you guys. If if I remember correctly, though, it's a Sunday, which which automatically rules out Rich Harris. Uh, That's true, but it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday and it's the last game, which means everyone can come watch because it's in Cardiff, which is midway. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Craig. 
We we just ignore anyway. Okay, I think. <laughs> no, 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 well, I wouldn't be the first time. The, the so a couple. Of, there's a couple of points I would make about it. I think first of all, you could say that you know both teams can be annoyed. I I don't think the the, the fouls evened out. My one should have been called. It would have been illegal contact. It would have been automatic first down. That's not a touchdown by any stretch, considering we'd held you out for the four before that. You had four cracks of the whip there, and we held you out. And then I guess the what was given as an OPI, from which nobody thought was OPI, not just from the Trojans, but none of the Coyote refing team thought was OPI, except one guy who, just as it happened, happened to be swarmed then by Swansea players. And then about no, we I can I can yeah I can I can, I can understand. Strong. That yeah, obviously him on our side is we're calling it now. I can understand your, but I will. I wouldn't say. I mean, I mean one of the things that, that they they even that was you know you didn't get a touchdown if you, you didn't hold us out, but having another f- four goes on the one yard line, I'd like to think we'd at least try and score and not, not just bobble the ball and drop it. Not, but no, I, I get, I get, I get. Oh, what you're as a receiver. <laughs> I I will say that um, I did speak to uh, yeah. Mike briefly after the game. Um, and he did say that he had ref the game and his words um, I, I'm paraphrasing but it was along the lines of yeah it was a bit of a shit game to ref I think <laughs> I was pretty happy with the ref I didn't I didn't I, 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 I was maybe I was a bit too focused on the fact that I wasn't playing for some of it but I didn't think that I thought they did a generally a, a decent enough job of refing and I didn't see besides the, the, the Craig play and the Richard play outside of those two plays I think they called the game Pretty well, um, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I guess it was. It was a difficult one for them to ref. I think the the one more observation of the game. And I noticed that, and this applies to Swansea. I'm sure it applies to others, but I only noticed. But when they are beating up on teams forty odd twenty or whatever, you don't hear a peep out of them. Everything's fine. The only time you hear them speak to anyone or referees is if whether they can still take their timeouts, even though they haven't conceded a point in the, tie- in the entire half. But well, that's fine. Do what you want there. But when they're being challenged slightly more, that every single person on the sideline is acting like they're being shot every time there's incidental contact. And it is I feel that you can say that for any... And, and it I think you can say that for a lot of teams, though, that obviously you're not going to worry about the refing decisions if you're comfortably winning because the refing decisions don't necessarily affect you. But... If you're in yeah, a close a game, you're gonna you the want. Decisions and but I mean, but some of your players. I mean, some. I mean, honestly, I, I, they must be soccer players because the way some. Of oh, them let's not insult football. Yeah. Sky, I, I, no, I, no, no. I'm not. I'm not taking that. <laughs> I, I, I have seen some of the contact that's gone on in, in, in this Welsh Baffer League. That is, I, I'm not. I'm not taking that. I don't yeah, think I, we really I went heard down the like last that. game day. The Josh got poleaxed, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've not seen I've not seen a challenge like that since Rivaldo in the two thousand and two semi-finals. But um, I'm not taking that. I I I I I didn't see if if there was something like that. But I don't think that there was a a, a Neymar-esque die from the 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 Hammerheads. But I I again, like I can't say anything. It's, so I, it's <laughs> ironic because I think I don't think Mark will mind me saying that me and him have had a discussion about. Um, refereeing and sideline antics over the last weekend. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not just the last weekend, to be honest. It's no. unfortunately been a bit of a theme. Um, it's it's one of those. It's just, obviously, refereeing decisions can have huge impacts on the game. But, like, it's hard. When you're in the heat of it, it's yeah. hard to remember that everybody is... I mean, no, no I, I don't know many people that particularly enjoy repping. Uh, there's the odd one, but most people do it because no. it's it's the only way the games get played. Yeah. Also, we're all amateurs. None of us exactly. are, you know. Yeah, it's fully. It's a, yeah. And the thing is, a lot of us forget what the rule. Like Paul, I remember had was having to tell. I think some of the court is just what each rule was for the the the, the offensive play app, yeah. offensive play app, offensive pi, or if it was contact or whatever, whatever. And you know, I, that is a. I think the refing the refing standards are well below the playing standards at the moment. Yeah, but 100%. I mean, you, you wouldn't be people are turning up to play; they're not turning up to ref. So you kind of expect that. And I, I know I, I'll be honest about our squad. I've had I've had conversations with them quite a lot this season about we probably need we, well we definitely need to do a better job respecting the referees' decisions and remembering that they are amateur refs. Yeah. Um, but obviously, when you get a 
situation like this where it's a really tight, tightly contested game and ends in a draw, it obviously seems a lot bigger than it is. It's, it's a tough one, really, until the sport grows to the point where perhaps we can have officiating crews at a game day. Um, it's, it's a really hard one because, as I said, we don't want to put people off ref in by having a go at them but then it, it, when it doesn't go your way you can feel quite aggrieved especially when there is quite a big margin for error with amateur refs really yeah. also no, no matter no matter I the quality think, though, of the oh I mean, so you go you go go on Craig uh, sorry I do think though that you could have with the rich OPI and also with the Zach illegal contact there's no doubt in my mind right that that you, the referees would have been better served had Lynn and just talking that one through, because yeah, that's how it should be. There, was, there be. was none of that. So from Rich's one, yeah, from Rich's one, it was the sideline. It was a flag. That was that. No one could argue. No one did argue at least, and that was that. It was it was chalked off. And with regards to the illegal contact on on Zach, there wasn't even a flag for it. It was nothing. And obviously, you know, we had protestations from Swansea. You had me protesting my innocence, and the refs just standing there doing nothing. And listen, it's not do, an attack on the do, refs. I, I get it. I do get it. I just think sometimes a little bit of talking would just at least yeah. give the impression that you're, you know, you're, you're giving it the thought it deserves, rather than just making it appear as though, you know, it's a flip and errant decision. Which Do you know that no, I, I, I'll, I'll jump in, but and I'll, I'll say that I know that there's been discussions about having people involved in each Baffer registered club uh, become registered as referees. Um, I think it'll help the knowledge. I don't think it'll solve the problem that we're discussing, um, but. It's all you're always going to have issues with. I mean, you look at your own clubs, uh, you've got you can point to two people who probably know the, the rules inside out and backwards, uh, and could probably go mastermind and answer questions on them. <laughs> then you've got others, no, not like, it's, it's a training, <laughs> but you've got others then who, who know some of the rules but don't really fancy refing. And then you've got others who are dead keen on helping out and being refing but haven't got a clue about the rules, and unfortunately. That's where like combined combined crews does help. But when you're on a three team game day and it's just Swansea and uh, the Trojans are playing, so that means Mike's got to find three others. And this is yeah. I'm, not, I'm not picking on the Coyotes, it's just as an example. That if you've got a crew of four, well, Mike's got experience, so you know, happy enough, Mike head ref. But then he could have one of his guys on the sideline that has got a rough idea of the rules. And but I don't really want to throw the I don't want to throw the flag. I don't want to draw attention to myself. Uh, and it's an element of confidence. And until we've got four to six people in each squad who will go, yeah, ref, no problem. Uh, I've got no problem throwing the flag and having a chat with the ref. It's not going to improve. I mean, I've played in games where I've had a sideline ref say to me, I think that was a foul. I'm throw the flag then. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, do you know what I mean? And that's in a league game. Have some, yeah, have some confidence. The thing is, uh, to me, no matter what... No, no matter the, the quality of the refing, well, again, I, I, I think that the Coyotes ref well. No matter the quality of the refing, people are always going to have issues because they're always going to see things in a biased way. They're always, they're always going to think, oh, that should have gone our way, you know, especially in a close game. And I, I, I this think, is what I mean so about just creating there, the perception there, was... there. Yeah, so, so kind of along the lines of what Craig's saying is that if there was a bit more structure to it, so say there's a, there's a basic refing course where it goes, it covers if your line of scrimmage, you're responsible for looking for false starts. If you're marking a seven, you're looking at impleding the blitzer. If you're unsure, throw a flag and a huddle up. If you kind of put basic structure in as to what each ref's doing and, and you kind of give people a little bit more structure, even if they don't know the rules inside out, you know, everybody's doing the same thing. Um, there's a big disparity with you get some some ref crews where everything goes through the head ref and basically people are there just to make up the numbers and then you get other ref crews where it's quite spread out. I just There's a big discrepancy and I think we would help ourselves if there was a little bit more structure to it in some way, I think. And the, the, yeah, only, no, I the, the, only, the only caveat to that though, Mark, is that I, it's not like Baffer have buried the head in the sands, but they're aware of it. They're looking at ways to combat it. Uh, there's no simple way to do it. That's the problem. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult issue to... to, uh, to well, you, you've, got, you've got to... First of all, you've got to make sure that the people are wanting to do these qualifications. Exactly. You've got to make sure that... You've got to make sure that even the qualified people are turning up. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's something that I said when I was told about it, that with the best will in the world, I'll do it. I mean, I'm at the tail end of my career, so I don't mind refing. But you, you look at some of the guys in the squad 
they want to be playing when they're not playing they want to be socializing they don't want to be refing yeah. they're not interested no, I, I'm, in I'm, I'm in that but I like if I have to ref I'll ref I would, there'd be so many more things I'd rather do than ref yeah yeah. I mean I, I found it hard that I've ended up refing and someone else had to take a warm up or something because there's no time between games and stuff like where you've got a couple of guys that are experienced they end up doing everything it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's tricky <laughs> and it, especially it, on a three three team game day because there's no yeah. like when we had four like you had Chris and yourself and two others so there's only two from each squad but when you've got four from your squad then you've probably got the fifth doing scores I mean what's your average squad size excluding Swansea's 47 um, <laughs> you, you're talking 12 to 15 so there's a 30 squad being taken away from rent duties it's not just that though. It's uh, like so some people just put off just from the their wider just the, the complaints they're going to get from from refing. Yeah, there, like, there's an element of that as well, which we've we've had this year as well. Yeah, yeah so like, I, I, do, I do think this there's has been an issue since day one. This is never. This isn't a new issue. I mean, but Dale, all but I, mean, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to throw this back to you, you though, us, I think, but it's, it's yeah. always been there. But I'm going to throw this back to you then, Craig. Right, uh, you've had the experience of going to finals day. Uh, you had. Um, Qualified uh, Baffer refs at finals day mm-hmm. compared to normal refs in the league because I know you weren't overly enamoured with them. No, well, I mean, the, the thing I would say about having the qualified refs is that whilst what they rule on is vast, but the, the issue we've got is we're playing with referees that don't inside out, and mm-hmm. that translates primarily to an issue with consistency. The one thing I'll say with the, the proper refs is whilst I don't like the calls they make or the or or possibly how stringent some of the things are, some of the, the flags are, at least there's consistency from one game to the next. So if you had it for a season, you would pretty sharply you know get accustomed to it and and it would undoubtedly be better. It's a much yeah. better set and, of the structure and, and, and you, it creates the illusion you... of, of professionalism and it makes people want to conform. And you've already alluded to it that probably the most contentious one, and Mark's going to love me for saying it as well, is PI. That it's yep. it's subjective, but it shouldn't be. But one person's view on contact is another person's. Oh, it's hand fighting. Get on with it. Uh, and and the, there shouldn't be a grey area, yeah. but it is, and and that's always going to be the subjective point. Yeah, to me, it's always been if if it looks like if it looks like both guys are going for the ball, it's fine. It is I, I one, think... to be to be fair, I think I think it's one we could sit here and discuss ad infinitum. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and maybe, we are and maybe we should. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put a pin there for now. But certainly, if we're going to do a wrestling one, well, it's certainly one that uh, we can discuss, and maybe we can get Jed involved as well. Uh, but yeah, let's let's move on from that one. So it's a twenty twenty draw. Um, not what what either of you pretty much wanted, but I mean, it's still all to play for, I suppose. Uh, and yeah, then the it's last, better than the loss. Really I'm, I'm, I'm happy enough with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't think so. so. The, the <laughs> last game, the last game of the day was the Hurricanes against the Gators Blue. Uh, Scoreline fifty-two nil. I might be being slightly biased, but I think the Gators Blue played pretty well against the the Hurricanes. Uh, Mark, what's your biased opinion? <laughs> I mean, it's a tough one to judge because you never know how many more gears they've got to go through. Um, it did feel... I've seen, I've watched the Hurricanes play and there's been some games where by the second half it feels like they've kind of taken their foot off. Um, it, maybe it was because I was playing this time. It didn't quite feel like they took their foot off as much. Um, they're just... Uh, I mean, it's, it's a... Diff- it's a cliche to say it's a learning experience, but you don't know how big the golfing level is until you play against them. Um, they are, they're just completely clinical. And um, I mean, it was great. I say falling back on the cliches, but we've got uh, Jake who'd moved back to safety for the, uh, for the game. Um, he's helping us out there a bit. And um, after every play, he was, he was coming back going, oh, they did this and, and kind of, you could see him learning as we went. Um so it, it, it was good and uh, it, it was great learning experience. But um, I, 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 fifty-two nil. I'm not saying they didn't deserve it. They absolutely did. They were they were they were definitely a class above. But it felt like we were taking them to fourth down, or we were getting to fourth and short, and then coming off the field. So while it feels like we're a long way behind, perhaps it's not a million. It's not not as far as the scoreline. Um, 
shows in that if we could get well i said one more stop or an extra four or five yards which is easy when you say it <laughs> yeah but um yeah it, it's not as if it, it wasn't as if they would it was one play in score and every time they were at least having to put a little bit of effort in so i'll take that away <laughs> well to, to add on to that um when you say you'd, you know, how many more levels they had to, uh, you, you, using the old, uh, and I'll use your cliches as well, but using the old cliches uh, of you know how many gears they have, I don't think they got it a second, to be brutally honest. Uh, they were cruising most of the game. It looked effortless as usual. I think Liam did well in evading Chad the majority of the time, but in saying that, Chad sacked him eight times. They're disgusting. Chad needs to be checked for PEDs. <laughs> Do you know, but, but Liam, I thought, did well in blitz avoidance, largely. Um, he didn't really challenge much down the field. He was taking the sort of like um, the high percentage stuff. He did manage to get one deep towards Tom Benfield, who had a step on Joe, but Joe quickly snuffed that out. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it, like you said, it, it, it wasn't a case of uh, turnover, 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 and score, 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 score. They, you know, the, the Blues, would, if they were going four and out or they were getting a first down and driving, they didn't really threaten to score, but they weren't just rolling over and letting Cardiff have their own way. And similarly, they made Cardiff work for some of their scores. Um, but yeah, 52 nil. <laughs> they made them work for it, but not too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, oh, wait, yeah, we, we already to, know. To H1. Sorry. It's, it's, it's a, a massive, massive delay. My internet is horrendous. But it's, it's a big testament to H1. And this, in this example, is the Gators, but it could be Trojans, it could be Swans, it could be that if you manage to keep them to sort of 40, 50 points, you can um, and, you know, it, say whichever way you look at it, we are already, but against the Cardiff, against the Hurricanes, sometimes you just have to look at it, you know, we, we did a good job despite, yeah, with a really lopsided scoreline. I, I was I was in the um, the doghouse for most of the last week because Mark had thoroughly accused me of doing their team talk for them, winding them up, asking them to score more points. But I genuinely, I mean, I hope they do at some point this season. I want them to go out there as focused and determined as they can and turn it on for the entire game. Uh, I mean, 77-0 is... Uh, you yeah, but you were there, yeah. Mark. It looked effortless. Do you know what I mean? No, so, you, so you want them to put effort in and be like, "Yes, let's let's put a hundred up on Swansea because I don't want that." Dale, let, let's do do this do this talk after we've played. Them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in, in in all seriousness, we we we've all sort of like fallen on on our swords against Cardiff to the tune of like 40, 50, 60 points. But like I said, at times they they look languid, they look bored, it's effortless. I mean, what we will say is, I don't. So th- there are things uh, there are things that we could we could do to make it harder for them, but we don't have like the, Play I think where, where they well where they, <laughs> we we either we ha- either haven't got they, the combination they've got of experience and af- um, and athletic players like I, I, most teams you'll have a couple of experienced guys or a couple of really athletic guys, but you won't have five guys that are both excellent athletes and really clinical and experienced in what they do. Um, and I, I did, that's just the difference. Like you look across, across, they've got four or five guys on defense, or four or five guys on offense that are not only excellent athletes, but are really clinical and and have got the skill and the experience to go with it. Um, yeah, yeah so but I don't. But, but to add to that, you've then got Joe, uh, and I don't. I don't mean to sound like I'm sort of like you know um, simping here, but Joe's physically. Do you know what I mean? In terms of playing quarterback, uh, he, he's just he makes it look easy. But he's got the knowledge as well. He's got the experience, and he's reading teams. And oh, there's this, there's that. So if he does there, he knows he's going to be there. And yeah, I'll just drop you nice and easy. Uh, and let's be fair, he Joe could make us look like serviceable receivers in that team. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that that's the level. And when you've got athletes to add into Joe's talent, I mean that elevates it again. I mean, yeah, I said that's the point. I said until right. until we fight, until our guys. I mean, we've got people like Jake. It's his second season, and he's one of the most athletic guys I've played with. And it, he's come on leaps and bounds this season. But there's still, he's still, he, he could he, he could be the best DB in our team eventually. But he's still a season or two away at least of having the same experience as people like Dan. Or um, so it's like time will time will help catch the gap, close the gap a little bit. But 
um, yeah, I mean, there's, there are things we can do, but it's a, it's not. It's going to be a while before I think any of the other teams in Wales catch the gap, unless they start to lose players, really. Yeah, plus, like you said, they, they started in 2013. Um, I don't think Craig will mind me saying this, but whilst the Ducks have been around since about 14, 15, uh, it's never really been the mindset of being ultra-competitive who just wanted to play games. Uh, and everyone else is sort yeah. of 2017, 2018 onwards. So, you know, they, they've got a four or five-year head start on a lot of teams, which four or five years of football the other thing that they do. Yeah, the other thing they do, which never gets any credit, I mean, and you, uh, yeah, right, it, it is Joe, and it is receivers, it is Chris, I mean, it, it is Chad, it's, it's all of the guys there. But the, yeah, the, I mean, like the, the, the guys are talking about this on the weekend, we look at the defence, for example, they've probably got four plays, five plays, and they, mm-hmm. they, they know exactly what they're doing, when they're doing it, and they're well drilled. There's nothing yeah. sort of all this special about you know the plays they run or I they just got knowledge experience and more they are they are just so well practiced and drilled with it, they just do it. They don't even think about they doing it. I mean this is why teams are struggling to put <clears throat> points on them. It's because they know what they're doing in any given situation and and it's a condensed playbook. They haven't got thirty plays to start going across the line. They just I mean they just keep it simple. Yeah, and the, yeah. you know and they're excellent at it. It's like yeah, this is what you do: get 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 to that zone, get to that place, and make your play. And yeah, that that's a hundred percent true. Just... To, to be fair, I think I made the point uh, weeks two and week three when we played against them that we we were able to drive on them. We were getting down to the red zone, if you like, and then all of a sudden it was just like, yeah, we're shutting up shop now. You're not coming in here. Yeah? Uh, and and like I said, it's I, I tried saying to Liam on the weekend when he was throwing passes that if you see a window or you see a man open, by the time you've seen it and thrown it, it's probably not. And that that's the level you're playing at. Do you know what I mean? You, it, it's like they tease you. Pardon? It's like they tease you. They're like, yeah. you know, oh yeah, we're gonna let you, but, you know, get 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 get, and then no. But yeah, fifty-two nil. Um, a little bit of a football in education. I mean, I've, I've used that statement God knows how many times this year, but, you know, it's not often we get to play against a team of that calibre, never mind still defending champs. I, I mean, to be honest, I've had conversations with them already and there are already two or three things that we know we're going to go away and work work on for next time. So it's been it's been great in that respect, despite yeah. it being a, 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 a horrendous scoreline. <laughs> yeah. So that wraps up the, the slate of games from last weekend. Before we move on to predictions, I think Andy's already sent them out on Instagram, but Flag Football Wales Players of the Week is Reese Jackson on offence and Rich Harris on defence. Uh, when you have eight, eight interceptions, it's pretty yeah, hard it's, to it's not uh, be. Yeah, pretty difficult to not win that. That's uh, really well done to Rich and uh, yeah. well done to Reese as well. Uh, so well done to those two. Before, and like I said, before we move on to predictions, shout-outs, anybody want to give some props to their teammates or opposition players that stood out for them this weekend? I'd like to give a, a big shout-out to the, the defensive juggernaut of Swansea, the Ministry of Defence. That's, uh, uh, that's not catching <laughs> on, Dave. That's not catching on. It is, it is. Offensive with the defensive juggernaut. juggernaut. <laughs> I don't, offense, offense is carried by defence. The offence only gets to score so many points because we, we, we do so well in defence. That's why it happens. Uh, we, uh, first of all, well, I like to think we 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 nutted up to the challenge that was put upon us last week, and we did really well. Holding, hold, holding, you know, sure the Trojans, you know, take have t- taken a couple of years off from football. They're still a really good team. Rich Harris, Alex, Craig, Paul, all of those guys, still really good football players. And we held them to twenty points, and I'm really proud of us for doing that. Uh, Connor Drennan called a fantastic game. Um, he got a, he got two picks on the game day. Harley got a pick. Uh, one of our rookies, Dylan Gully, got two picks. One of them, like an acrobatic spinning pick. I got a sack. Matt Isles got a sack. Our defense has played really well. And I want to give a big shout out to our defense. And then I guess I'll give a shout out to Alex as well because he just did what athletic phenoms do and just dominate the player field. So, so what you're saying is it was all your offense's fault? Yeah, it's all offense's fault we lost <laughs> because our, our defense is too good and the, the, offense, the offense kept us on the field too long that we got tired. <laughs> David David has shouted out literally every member of his defence uh, do you want to give a shout out to any of the opposition or you're just happy being very inside? oh well no no I'll give a shout out to uh, first of all Tynan uh, he did really he, he was a lot of his throws are on the money he was really good he avoided me for sacks which pissed me off for a lot of the game because I thought I wouldn't get a sack he was really good um 
I don't know. I don't know who the running back for uh, the quote is, but he was really good. He, uh, he I, he was, is, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was, he was good. He, he would get, he would zip past me, and he, he was good for getting some yards. He was really impressive. Um, so it's not Pip, but Pip's brother, Josh. Uh, Josh, two, two really good touchdowns, mossing one of our D- DBs. Really good plays from him, and then Rich Harris is really good. I think Alex Thomas for the Murther scored a like a Superman diving touchdown which was unbelievable like fourth down near their own near the halfway line rich just put up and he just he just comes down this superman grab that was fantastic so they they, yeah really good players as well and uh made a really fun game day okay craig fill your boots well and i feel like that's anything no (laughs) (laughs) we got the average age of like 30 played a proper game before this season for a couple of years can't get the boys training and they still managed to let the, the Hammerheads defence feel like they had a good game so fair play to them <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I, I, it's no props it's just a bit of shade so. yeah. <laughs> oh, Just wait till we play the game oh, All day <laughs> uh, Alright Mark um, Yeah well so, start on my team. Um, I think both Corbett's have been playing really well this season. I've got to give them some credit. They've jumped out. Um, they continue to progress. Um, I think in our Derby game, it's probably the best game I've seen Whitey play at Blitzer. Um, he had as much as Pats should be stats. They're not. Um, but he, he had at least three pass breakups. Um, he, was, uh, he was giving uh, Dean plenty of uh, problems. Um, it's... Yeah, I mean to be honest, I could I could single out every. I, I think nobody had a particularly bad game. Uh, everyone played pretty well, um, despite despite one of those score lines. Um, from the other teams, uh, Tom Harrison, obviously, um, it'll it'll uh, it'll be annoyed with me if I don't give him a shout out. He uh, he had a really strong game day on both sides of the field. Um, I thought some of the H two players played pretty well. I think the defense in particular looks uh, looks pretty good. Um, they're getting good pressure from the blitz, and their, their safeties are covering deep really well, which um, is often where you find weaknesses on less experienced teams. So um, credit to them. Um, yeah, I, I mean, how can you single anyone out on Hurricanes one? Uh, <laughs> they're they're all they're all class, but I mean, Joe, Joe in particular, we sung his praises enough, but, um, yeah, he was pretty clinical. Uh, so yeah, I think that, that covers about most, most players really. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just cherry pick from what you did or didn't. Uh, yeah. You, you, you given pirate Tom Harrison a shout, um, stepped up, uh, playing at safety where he normally plays corner and at receiver. And he's, he's balling out to be fair to him. So props to him. She's been solid most of the year, but hasn't quite reached the consistency that she did this weekend. And that was uh, Kira. Only the odd occasion, she got beaten around the edge, but her tackling was rock solid all game day. And she rightly won our defensive MVP on the day. Uh, let's think. Uh, Matt, he flashed occasionally. Not enough, unfortunately, to, to make you know a massive dent on the game day, but you know he made some flashy plays. For the Blues... I don't want to mention him because he was gifted a pick six, but Dan played well. He should have had two. <laughs> he dropped one that was easier than the one he caught, but he did well. Yeah, Jake and Josh again. You were good, Mark. You know, th- those Asian legs still managing to snag the, uh, the the tackles. And I thought Liam did well. He threw one pass in particular. I, I don't think I've ever seen him so clinical. It, it really impressed me. So hopefully this is an upward trend for Liam. In terms of the opposition, I'm not. I, I could like you. I could list the H ones individually and give them all a shout out. But I think Dylan added something that they didn't have last game day. I think they missed him a little bit, and that's in A marks as well. They missed him, but having Nick back as well opens up the offense more for them. And in terms of H two, I thought Carwin did really well. Uh, he's settled in as QB. He's played high percentage stuff. You can see he's improving, and obviously working with Joe and the H ones is having an effect. And he's, a, a, um, he's got good chemistry with their little slot receiver as well. I think is it Liam? Is it Luke? Liam. Liam. Yeah, yeah, they really have good. Yeah. Really, they play really well together. Yeah, I, coming I, through I, the uh, the Cullen Academy. Yeah, not being biased, but two 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 of my ex teammates at the Celts. Yeah, 
And lastly, another one being biased, um, Dan Bestwick. I thought he did well because, to me, Dan's a corner. He's playing safety and he did well. He didn't really give anything up against us. It was a tough ask against the uh, H ones. But yeah, some good performances from the the teams not named Cardiff Hurricanes one. Right, so this week, like I said, we've got a short turnaround. Uh, It's a replay of week one, which means that uh, the Gwent Gators blew are hosting themselves, obviously, the Cardiff Bay Coyotes and H2. So do you want to check some predictions? We'll just go round round the group quickly. So we'll do Blues versus the Coyotes. I mean, I can start that easily. Yeah. So I've got to pick the Blues, haven't I? And uh, yeah, so that's easy for me to go. Craig? Um, I'll say... I'll say blues there, and again, it's not it's not because the Coyotes are all that far off, they, but lacking just that little thing. I think sharpen up a little bit. That'll be about the game next year. But at the moment, I think we'll take that. Hey, Dave. I think every week the Coyotes are getting close to that first win. I'm going to Coyotes. Okay. Uh, the next game is Coyotes against H two, which I, I don't think it's unfair to say this is probably the game Mike is targeting as his um, first win. I mean, it, it was seven nil last time, so uh, it was. It's, I think it's going to be close again. I, they've both, they've and I both think both. I think both teams have improved. Yeah, like you say. Yeah, it's, it's a really difficult one to call. Uh, I, to be honest, I really like the H two squad, but just because I'm uh, I'm rooting for the Coyotes to get their first win at some point, I'll uh, I'll pick the Coyotes. Okay, Craig. I'm going to say Coyotes if they if they make that. Uh, Sort of a, a step up from the warm up from the first game, and then yeah, I think they, I think they get a win there maybe. Okay, and Dave, uh, definitely encourage you. I think two and zero. Oh. I think it's a clean sweep for the Coyotes <laughs> on that one. And the last game on uh, in Wanwell Park is H two against the Blues. Uh, Mark, you're going blue. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, um, I'll go again. I'll go Blues. I think they get. I think they take that. David, I'm going to go blue. I, I feel I feel bad thing. I think I think that the, the HCL to keep it close. But I'll go blues. Yeah, I think with with both with both blue game games that I think we the, the blues they've got the, the the advantage of having the the starting club defense, but their offense is not exactly rookie. Uh, they've got the experience plus they've got a bit of talent there. So yeah, I think they're going to be a little bit too strong for both of them. I think they go two and zero in the day to be fair. I mean, what what I will say is that I don't think I don't think the games that we can walk in and just assume we're going to oh, get no. the win. No, um, I I just I do think that we're going to be a little bit stronger than both teams. Yeah, I just I, I well I think as long as we don't get overconfident, um, I think but we'll have to play well to get the wins. But hopefully, we've got enough that we should. And then um, we're off to the dare I say it the pretty shitty city. Uh, uh, don't <laughs> uh, so it's the Kane Trojans Oranges uh, hosted by the Hammerheads. Uh, first game I got written down is Canes against the Trojans. Uh, we'll start with Craig. Like work of that one. Pick up the win. <laughs> I, no, I, I, <laughs> purely because I have to. But uh, I mean, you, you all know what it's like. Playing. It's just about trying to limit the damage there rather than going out secret. That's that's no problem. I'll just cut you after you said they'll make light work of it and that's that's <laughs> um, <laughs> Mark. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, I can't see the K- the Canes one losing a game this year. Um it's not dis- it's, it's not not being d- disparaging on the other teams. I just think they're that good. So uh yeah, Canes. David? Um oh, I I have to do Canes. Yeah, just I think we're all in agreement. Uh Oranges against the Hammerheads. We'll go back to Dave first because we know where he's going. Yeah, hammerheads. Uh, we'll go to Mark because I think well, no, I don't know where Mark's going actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because uh, hammerheads. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a draw. Oh, I, I mean, I'm saying we had two draws. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I've, I've got to pick the oranges just because you know. Uh, Craig. After after Swansea play H one now, I Swansea won't lose another game this year, including against us or play 
game anyway. But absolutely, yeah, I mean, I think Swansea will take this one quite easily, and that's no disrespect. But I just feel like, like all of it, I'm best, but I, I just think it's more than you're lucky I can't really swear. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if you go back through the podcast, I don't think it stopped any. <laughs> I, but I don't think there's been any particularly juicy uh, bombs dropped. Yeah, we'll save that for the last five minutes. <laughs> um, unfortunately, as much as I want to disagree with Craig, um, with a full strength orange team, I think it comes down to who's. I, I still I think it comes down to whose defense played better. Which would be the Swansea uh, with the juggernaut. Well, yeah, possibly. Uh, but offensively, I think we could match you if we were full strength, but we're nowhere near full strength. Uh, I'll be happy to keep up with you and limit the scoring, to be honest. But I'm going to say orange. Well in the I'm orange gonna, camp. My, my heart says oranges, my head says hammerheads, unfortunately. So the next game is hammerheads against the Canes. I think we can all just go 4 0 on the Canes. Yeah. No, 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 no. The defender <laughs> juggernaut. That someone, someone has to beat the Canes. Someone has to beat the Canes, and it's not going to be think, you. Uh, no, well, <laughs> I've, I've got to sack Joe eventually. You, 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 you put a, a monkey in front of a keyboard. Eventually, he'll write, he'll write a Shakespearean masterpiece. You yeah, put me in front of Joe. But eventually, fair, I'll sack Joe. To be fair, Dave, that involves infinite monkeys and infinite time. Something you possess neither. No, no, I'm as close to a monkey as you're going to come in, fans, in uh, flag football. Uh, no, I'm, I'm putting us down, putting us, putting us down for the win. Shock win, 31-28. I'm not, I don't think that mathematically Sorry. adds up, but whatever, I'm going for it. Well, what I will say is that this so is... So you're going to win by a field goal? Yeah, yeah, like it'll be me kicking it. We're going to put me in for the last drive. <laughs> clutch, clutch Gene. <laughs> There'll be all sorts of refing conversations after you score a winning field goal. How long about now? Just just let it play. Fifty <laughs> what, pounds goes a long way. What I will say is, I think this could be the closest scoreline. If, uh, if 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 Swansea Swansea play as well as it could, it, it might be the smallest losing margin of the, uh, I'll, of the I'll, season. I'll go back to what I did in previous recordings. Do the Kings put fifty points on the Hammerheads? No. Uh, put 50 points on or have a 50 point winning margin well either pick your poison uh, I can see him put... max <laughs> I can see him putting 50 points on but I don't think they'll win by 50 Craig um, yeah it, this is sitting on the fence somewhat but it is just as simple as when Joe wakes up in the morning if he wants to put 50 points in him he's putting 50 points in him. <laughs> he's got huge amount <laughs> You can that you can do about it. You just have to try and hope that you can get sloppy. He's uh, he's scored fifty six touchdowns uh, just because it came up in conversation. He scored fifty six touchdowns just in the the get league games this year. Yeah, but like <laughs> P- PEDs and all that. Like, have we tested them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I uh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, Hammerheads. I think they'll easily put fifty on him. Easily, they didn't need to put fifty on us the first time. That's, that's we're better now. We're better now. That's my we're more flag. motivated. That's my flag, and I'm sticking it to the pole. It's fine. It's fine. I might we'll die on out. it, but there we go. Um, and the last game of the day, whether it is in the, the running order, I'm not sure, but it's the oranges against the Trojans. Um, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to say a little bit of revenge in mind for us, but given the team that we're likely to field. It's damage limitation, possibly, but uh, we'll start with Craig. Go on. I know you're picking, but uh... what? Who's going to win? That's yeah. I, I... <laughs> uh, David, <laughs> uh, I would really love it if the Orange could do us a favour and win, but uh, I'm going to go for the Trojans. Oh, if that's the case, we're going to forfeit. Um... <laughs> Mark. I mean, I'm the one that's. I mean, you're supposed to be the one flying the flag for the oranges and picking them, regardless. But you're not making those noises, so I'm going to have to do it for you. So it's an easy orange win. It's going to be by at least 50 points, and uh, Pirates going to score 10 touchdowns, six, five touchdowns. I don't know. Maths didn't work out there quickly, but yeah. Yeah, this is revenge for last week, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 I, like I said, you know, if we had a full strength team, I'd like to think we'd give the Trojans a game because in the first game day, I know you guys were cold, uh, but 26 13 or 26 uh, 27 14, whatever it was, uh, had we looked like somewhat of a competent offense in the first half, that could have been a very tight game. Um, it depends who turns up, who's available, and how we play. Uh, and obviously, similarly, it is for you guys as well. 
again, it's another one that my heart tells me the Oranges can win. My head says the Trojans should win. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to plonk my ass on the fence with this one as well. Um, but that about wraps everything I think up. We are, I, don't... I think we're right for That's such fine. a delay. Nice start talking and then you start talking about the time. So, so yeah, um, I think we're okay, okay for, for Saturday or Sunday. Saturday, yeah. We've got, uh, it's only seven, seven of us, but I, I think, but we, we should be okay. okay. It's the game day after that that we've got. What's your biggest? we got one by having surgery, two ways working. working. Uh, well, I was hoping the Mormons had an event on on Saturday, to be honest, but... Uh... <laughs> Craig, what's your biggest <laughs> winning score so far? Uh, I think it was Swansea, probably. No, this year you mean, Mark? No, no, I mean this season. Uh, I'm not sure. I, do you know what? I pay so little attention to the standings of the squad. I, really I just, I, I got no idea what. <laughs> Except for the last week, trying to get Swansea. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I've, I'm sure I've seen one game where they put, um, it might have even been a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure he scored 41 or 47 points against somebody, whether it was the Coyotes or the H2, I'm not sure. I'm not sure well, I'm worth checking sure. before the Orange. But we are targeting well. Well, 2022. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> You don't get to oh, keep the trophy if you win it three times, you know. Next game day, they'll be pretty sure that we know what the results are going to be. Absolutely do. <laughs> Absolutely do. Well, like I said, that about wraps it up from uh, our point of view. Is there anything anybody wants to add, contentious or otherwise, before we wrap it up? No. Nothing for me. Outstanding. Well, all that remains is me to thank David, Craig, and... Oh, I could have done Craig, David, and been... Oh, oh you missed I it missed up. that trick. Quick, no, do it again. Edit it out. Uh, <laughs> all it remains is me to thank Craig, David and Mark for joining me thank you for listening and we'll be back this time next week hopefully with another review of the uh, Welsh League thanks guys cheers guys thanks Dale cheers cheers guys that wraps up this episode find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast give us a like to keep up with all our shows also check out our sponsor Nuola for all your customised sportswear supplies Oh,